Clone Forces Rally. As the war escalates in the Outer Rim, the Jedi Knights are spread thinly across the galaxy. Many new clones are rushed into service to support their Jedi generals. Unfortunately, because of the relentless demands of battle, many young clones must join the struggle before their intensive training has been completed. These clones, manning a vital network of tracking stations, are all that stand between the Republic and invasion. Greetings, Bucketheads. Mavar Tigar? Welcome to the 30th Clone Trooper inducting episode of MandoVision. Nargai Tom, and thank you so much for checking out this small, independent Star Wars podcast. Remember, the best way to reach out to us is via social media. We are at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share the show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert, and if possible or so inclined, and you're listening via Apple iTunes, give us those sweet, sweet, sweet fives or reviews so we can crack that algorithm and get recommendations to all kinds of other people who might dig this fun show. And if you're listening on another platform besides Apple Podcasts, remember we are on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and so many, many more. Uh, We are a part of the 3BZ Network of Podcasts, by the way. I don't know if I've mentioned that before. I'm pretty sure I have. And the 3BZ Network of Podcasts consists of three amazing shows for your entertainment value. We have Beer Night in San Diego, the TomCast Popcast, which is a pop culture-based podcast hosted by yours truly. And this, this amazing Star Wars podcast that you are listening to right now, MandoVision. And it is the number one uh, Star Wars podcast hosted by a guy named Tom who's also on a show called the TomCast Popcast and Beer Night in San Diego. So we are, we're, we're hitting our stride in, in a certain specific, very specific category, which is great, great news. And also, if you head over to 3bzine.com, you'll find links to all these different shows, and you will find a link to our store NB page and, and all the sweet, sweet merch that we sell there. Good good t-shirts, good, good clean, fun t-shirts. Unfortunately, uh, Clone Trooper armor, out of stock. That is unfortunate. But, you know, it's all about timing with these things. You just got to hop online at the right moment and strike while the iron is hot. All right, so no big preamble today. We don't have a, a lot of Star Wars news to get to. I will uh, admit that I am recording this episode a little bit ahead of time. We're, 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 we're getting a little ahead uh, because I have some scheduling conflicts coming up in the near future, but I want to make sure we're cranking these episodes out at least once a week, you know, for the foreseeable future. So I don't want to miss a week, and I don't want to deprive anybody of their regularly scheduled uh, MandoVision fun. So if there's any breaking Star Wars news, it will not be uh, uh, in these episodes. I, I will have to do that on a, on a, on a special... Uh, Bantha tracks that I will be recording as subsequent material. So you may even hear our Bantha tracks before this episode drops. So this explanation may mean absolutely nothing to you, but that's okay. I just wanted to give you a little heads up because uh, we are starting to record a little bit into the future. Uh, so keep your keep your eyes and your ears out for for Bantha tracks episodes for any Star Wars news that is breaking. All right, let's get into this. We're here. We're t- we're going to talk about an episode that I really really like. One of my favorites uh, from this early stretch of season one. Uh, season one, episode five. This is rookies. Get ready. Let's strap on our buckets. Let's go. What do we do without the Sarge? The rake man says the next. Wait, wait. Did you hear that? 
Yeah, what is that? It doesn't sound like droids. Don't forget about those giant eels. Yeah, I've never seen harrowing wasn't it getting attacked by a giant eel like that oh man this is a great episode i am a big fan of this one i love some of the clone episodes some of the clone focused episodes of the series of all about the clone troopers so much fun once again this is season one episode five rookies it is directed by justin ridge and written once again by stephen melching who's just crushing it so far in season one uh, we have a wonderful voice cast for this episode. A lot of names you're going to recognize. But the, the main star of this episode is D. Bradley Baker, who does all the clones in this episode. Captain Rex, Commander Cody, Heavy, Echo, Fives, Cut-Up, Droid Bait, and, uh, and, and the Sarge. You also have James Arnold Taylor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Matthew Wood, once again, as General Grievous. Matt Lanter as Anakin Skywalker. Tom Kane as the narrator and Admiral Yularen. And you have a, a, a brief appearance from uh, Nika Futterman as Asajj Ventress. And an even more tinier part from a Gwendolyn Yeo playing the hologram VJ that we see in this episode. Uh, and that's kind of where we, we, we catch up with everybody. As, as the introduction to this episode says, uh, these, these rookie clones, uh, they're, 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 they're kind of stationed on these outposts. You know, not necessarily on the front lines. You know, the outposts are an important thing. You're, you're listening, you're observing, you're, you're waiting for uh, uh, the, the droid army to show up, the Separatist armies to arrive and signal invasion and whatnot. Uh, these particular droids are stationed uh, at, uh, on a moon, uh, on a Rishi moon at an outpost in Rishi, the Rishi system, Rishi sector. And apparently, that's very, very close to Kamino. So any droid armies that, that are attempting to sneak by this outpost are, are clearly in an attempt to uh, infiltrate and attack the Kamino system, where the Republic is basically getting its, its army of, of soldiers from. You know, still relying on the clone troopers at this point. No... Uh, no general call to arms for the citizens of the Republic. Just keep cranking out those clones that look a heck of a lot like Django Fett. Uh, the the episode, uh, excuse me, the the brief episode description is: rookie clones must fend for themselves against an invasion. Yeah, a bit strong word, but you know the it's kind of right. It's kind of right. Uh, the Jedi fortune cookie for this episode: the best confidence builder is experience, and that's exactly what this is. This is all about these rookie clones getting that vital experience that will turn them into a valuable part of the Grand Army of the Republic. Uh, and yeah, they, they learn that with the assistance of Commander Cody and Captain Rex himself of the 501st. I, I mentioned, again, I thought the Grand Army radio system... Uh, uh, excuse, excuse me, the Grand Army radio was kind of this, this fun little callback to, to like sort of uh, World War II movies and, and things of that nature where the soldiers are kind of gathered around the radio... This the sort of uh, idea of, of, of home and, and things like that. I just thought it was a fun little touch for the for the characters to kind of be enjoying something like that. One of the reasons why, well, actually, before I get into that, I should mention one of the, one of the fun things is what the what the voiceover says in in the the, the this hollow VJ says. She gives a shout out to the Mudrakers in in Mimbin, and it, maybe you remember Mimbin, maybe you don't. But that is the planet that uh, that Han Solo is on in Solo, where he is uh, as a stormtrooper, basically, as a mudraker, mudraker, basically, uh, and before he meets Chewbacca, where he initially encounters 
the gang who's there to steal the ship, and he's going to get out of the Empire. He's going to become a desert, Imperial deserter. He's on Mimbin. So I thought that was a fun little mention right there. And, and uh, it's like, oh, yeah, that's going to pay out later. And, again, very consistent because they, they mention the Mudrakers, mud and obviously Mimbin very, very muddy as depicted in Solo, A Star Wars Story. Uh, remember, this outpost is vital to the defense of Kamino. We get to see Commander Cody and Captain Rex in this episode, which is always nice to see, uh, even though even though we all, we all know Commander Cody ultimately betrays Obi-Wan Kenobi, and that is just very, very sad. So the the, the, the clones working the station, they, they are t- talking about being a little bored, not being able to be on the front lines, you know, a lot of the standard kind of things that you... That you, that you you hear from 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 soldiers sometimes when they're 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 they want to be in the action they want to be in the thick of it. Remember these guys, these clones are are sort of bred for that. And again, one of the things that I really like in this series and in a lot of the old expanded universe canon that that no longer counts uh, is is the way these episodes and the way some of the books in the past have uh, they they inject such personality into each of the clones. You know, they very rarely just make them all similar or all kind of like cutouts of each other. You know, it's it's very rarely a situation where, you know, the clone is like the clone next to him. It's like, yeah, they all look the same, but they crave their own identities. They crave their own uniqueness. And uh, this show does a wonderful job of showing that, of chronicling that, and, and making sure that each clone is distinct so that you, you know, you have a chance to connect with these clone characters. You know, uh, uh, you get to know Rex over the course of the season of the series. You get to know more about Cody and, and these other clones that you get introduced to. And it, it, you know, yeah, they, they, they have the same genetic material, uh, but all their experiences have shaped them all very, very differently and how they uh, perceive themselves, how they perceive uh, their duty, how they perceive the Republic and, and the way they're being used and the way their brothers are, are dying in, in, in this, in this war, um, that they were in this war that they were, uh, sort of bred for kind of a, like, you know, kind of, you know, they didn't have a lot of say in it. Again, we've, we, we've talked a little bit about it. They are essentially a slave army. They weren't, they didn't come out of the, out of the vat and then were asked if they wanted to sign up. That's just what they were, they were bred for. Uh, and so I, I think it's important that whenever we get a chance to sort of explore those aspects of, of, of the individuals, of the uniqueness of each clone, uh, and so that we feel for them, we, 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 we sympathize and we empathize with them for the situation that they're in. Now, again, most of the clones are, are aware of, the, of, the, of their duty and they live for their duty. That's one of the things that the Kaminoans instill in them or install in them when, in the breeding program. But it's fun to play along those moral aspects. And, and when you look at the moral ramifications of, of what ultimately happens to the Republic, the fall of the Republic, the fall of the Jedi, and, and how a lot of it has to do with, with a... It's like, again, essentially a slave army. Um, and how they become the Jedi become blinded to... to their, their, they lose focus on, on the light side of the Force by engaging in these battles, by becoming soldiers, by becoming essentially you know, death merchants in, in a lot of ways. Again, now they're killing a lot of battle droids, but there's, there's the moral ramifications of the, of the slave army are the, are the really interesting part that that's sort of like the, the blinder that the Jedi can't seem to, can't seem to detect for themselves. 
Now, there are some Jedi who do, and we'll talk about them later, because they, they come into play down the road. But that is something to get into later on. All right, so the clones at the outpost, the Rishi outpost, they detect a meteor shower. But those are no meteors. That is, the droid army, these new... I think this is probably the first time we're seeing them. These these new uh, commando droids raining down so they can begin to attack the outpost. Uh, these commando droids, obviously a much better model. They're very versatile, uh, more agility, more... Uh, uh, the They're sort of like the next evolution of the battle droids. A very superior model. Again, very adaptable, very smart, much smarter than the than, than the droids we are familiar with. Though they still do the Roger Roger. You can't get rid of that just yet. Uh, and they're tougher to kill as well. Uh, a little bit more armor, or at least a little tougher armor than, than what we've seen thus far. So these, uh, excuse me, these, these, these droids attack the base. They send the, they, they kill the Sarge. They send our, our new rookie clones out into the wilderness. That's when you get to hear the giant eel attack on the soldiers. Now, good news is, Cody and Rex are, are en route to this outpost. They're there for an inspection. They're going to check out the Shinies. I love the terminology. I, like, I, like, I really like that, that name for the, for the rookies, the Shinies, uh, because they have new armor, and they haven't, um, they haven't dirtied them up yet in combat, in, in any battles or things like that. And, and uh, these rookies are going to very, very quickly dirty up those, those armors, and they do so under the tutelage of Captain Rex, with a little assist from, from Commander Cody as well. Can't can't dismiss Cody out of hand. Uh, so they're coming for the inspection. They are they are arriving actually right after that giant eel attack that we heard. Uh, I also enjoyed the uh, the commando droid who comes out dressed in the clone trooper armor in an attempt to drive Rex and Cody away. Now because the clone the the the, the droids have taken control of the base. Uh, but they sort of, they can't just, uh, you know, they can't, they're not there to blow up the base. They have to continue sending the all-clear signal to the rest of the Republic Army. They want that all-clear signal going out so that Grievous's invasion fleet for Camino can just glide on by and will not run into any sort of interference. Uh, we see that Asajj Ventress is waiting. She's on Camino, laying in wait for this invasion force. Uh, but it all hinges on this base and and the all clear signal main be being maintained so now the droids have control of the base they can maintain the signal commander cody and rex uh they know something's up right away uh initially from their com from from their even from their initial conversation with the disguised commando droids they know that something something's not quite right especially when you know when you have a supposed clone trooper Closing his communication with uh, Roger Roger. That's never. That's usually not a great indicator. So while these droids maybe be uh, better than the than the the typical droids that we are familiar with, uh, still not the smartest ones on on the on the the, the uh, factory room floor just yet. Uh, what else did we get here? Uh, there's a. <laughs> I thought the scene between Yularen, Kenobi, and Skywalker on the, on their Republic cruiser as they're hunting for Grievous was pretty funny because. Uh, it really just kind of amounted to nothing. <laughs> like we must hunt for Grievous, but they really weren't doing much. Um, but we'll get, we'll, you know, they get into that a little bit later on. Hands above your heads. Take your sunbonnets off. Uh, sir, take them off now. Uh, 
You gotta love it, Rex killing the eel with one shot to the eye. Nice shot. The name's Rex. But you'll call me Captain or Sir. Sir, yes, sir! I'm Commander Cody, your new boss. My designation is Trooper 27-5555, sir. We call him Fives. I'm heavy. This is Echo. Where's your sergeant? Dead, sir. We're all that's left. Looks like we got ourselves a batch of shinies, Commander. There it is. Shinies, sir? That's right. Your armor. It's shiny and new. Just like you. Sir, me and my batches are trained and ready. We'll take back our post, shiny or not. There's hope for you yet, rookie. Alright, so there it is. That's that's Rex and Cody meeting up with the Shinies, the rookies who escaped the base earlier. The the droids blew up the platform. Cody and Rex rappelled down. And again, you get that you get that another giant eel attack. That was pretty fun too. Uh, again, and I love the way Rex just casually dispatches the the droid. Or I'm sorry, the eel. Uh, I wanted to talk real quick about I, you know, we haven't really mentioned, uh, uh, you know, Captain Rex in his sort of unique look, uh, and a lot, of, a lot of Rex look is actually based off of uh, the the Ark Troopers from the Dark Horse comic book series for the Clone Wars that was coming out that they were publishing, uh, uh, pretty much prior to the events of of the series before this episode before the series was on the air. Uh, Dark Horse was publishing; they had the license for Star Wars comics at the time, and. As the prequels were coming out, they had a main Star Wars book that was that was would focus on the different periods. So we had a, a period of time in the Star Wars comic from Dark Horse that was covering pre-Episode One stuff, kind of building up some of the other Jedi that we, we would meet in that film. Uh, then it sort of shifted as Episode Two came out, and the book changed its focus to the Clone Wars and to the battles of the Clone Wars, and it was kind of our first taste of a. I mean, in a sense, it would be a preview of this show in a lot of regards. Uh, you know, Anakin and Obi-Wan and, and sort of like their bond of brotherhood as they were soldiers in the Republic Army, uh, meeting new clones, uh, developing clones, again, that more instilling some of that personality in the clones. And there was a group of clones, the, uh, the Advanced Recon Commandos, the ARC troopers, and that they had a unique look that, that Commander Rex has borrowed from. They didn't make him an officially a, a, an ARC trooper because uh, they never really got into that uh, emulation of the comic book series. Uh, but apparently Dave Filoni was a big fan of the design of those ARC soldiers. So the, he incorporated a little bit in that for the design of, of Captain Rex. And, and sort of as, an, as a nod to uh, what I think are really good Star Wars comic books that Dark Horse was publishing at the time that were... Uh, illustrating the events of the Clone Wars. It's a lot of fun, a lot of really good stuff in there. And and so I wanted to mention that real quickly, and we'll probably talk about it again at some point. I'm sure I'll end up repeating myself at various points of this podcast <laughs> down down the course of the, of the as we as we get through episodes and episodes, we kind of go more into it and explore more, more fun clone stuff, more clone trooper stuff. Because uh, like I said, these clone trooper episodes are a lot of fun. I really, really enjoy these ones. They are some of my favorite episodes of the series. So... Rex and Cody hook up with the rookies. They're able to retake the base, but the droids at this point have hardwired the all-clear signal, and that's allowing the droid fleet to pass un unencumbered by Republic forces. Now, they they decide that so since they can't turn off the signal, they're going to destroy the base because that will ultimately destroy and turn off the signal. 
So luckily they have liquid Tabana, which is highly explosive, and uh, they'll use that to blow the base up. Now liquid Tabana comes up a lot in in some of these these Clone Clone Wars episodes and Rebels, uh, and it's it's even mentioned in the new uh, 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 High was High Republic series, the the first book, Light of the Jedi. Uh, Liquid Tabana is a big deal in the opening uh, section of that book, so uh, this is this might be the first time it's been uh, talked about. I could be wrong about that though, so don't don't hold me to that one one hundred percent. So the clones have to battle the reinforcement of the droids. Something happens. the The transmitter for the explosive is inoperable, so. Heavy, one of the clones. We, you know, we we got the introduction there. He stays behind. He's going to hold off the droids to cover the escape of the other troopers, and he has to activate the device himself. He has to sacrifice himself to to complete the mission, to complete the objective, to alert the New Republic forces that the base has been compromised and that an invasion force is on its way to Camino. And Luckily, Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Admiral Yalarin, Admiral Yalarin excuse me, are, are nearby in the near vicinity. They detect the change in the all-clear status, and they so that alerts him. They fly in with their fleet, which is vastly superior to that of General Grievous. The droid army retreats, and the Camino of Invasion is, is stalled for at least this episode. And again, that's, that's, the, that's the basics of the episode. Uh, it's a pretty straightforward one. But I, I I find so much of this episode uh, very very enjoyable. Uh, again, D. Bradley Baker shines in this episode as as the voice of the multiple clone troopers. Uh, he instills so much into them. Uh, you know, the clones all sound similar, but they don't sound alike. There is enough differences that you always know who's who and who's talking because of the tone and the inflection and the and the, the word choice. So uh, he does a commendable job of being all these different clones and all these different personalities of these clones. So uh, a, a standout episode for, for D. Bradley Baker. And uh, that's all i got to say about this episode. There's, there's not a lot of uh, fun facts or, or trivia to go along with this one. It's, it's, again, it's pretty straightforward, but it's a wonderful introduction to the diversity of personality within the clone army. And, and uh, again, this is something that we will get to explore more as the show goes on, and it's one of my favorite aspects of Star Wars The Clone Wars, is just getting to know these clones and, and sort of like the way they think about things and the way they feel about things. And and again, we this episode doesn't dive into a lot of the morality issues around the clones, but we'll get we'll get there. We'll be able to dive into more of that later on. I rate this episode, gosh darn, I, I, I rate this an 8. I really enjoy this episode quite a bit. It's, again, it's straightforward. It's not overly complex. It's not a um you know part one of many <laughs> it's, it's it's just a straightforward really good episode i remember even uh this being an episode that really stood out to me on the first and in my initial watch when the, when this episode debuted i didn't say the debut date at the right that point that reminds me i uh, this episode debuted october 24th 2008 and i remember seeing this episode for the first time and this was like one of the first episodes that uh, i you know i had liked the prior episodes, you know, we we just covered the Malevolence trilogy and the ambush episode with, with featuring Master Yoda, and I, en- I had enjoyed those. Uh, Malevolence, the Malevolence one, kind of wore me out uh, on the initial viewing because I just was like, "Why are we still dealing with this stupid ship?" Um, but no, it, it, that that's aged a little bit better in hindsight. But I remember this episode as being one of the ones that really grabbed my attention 
in the beginning because I, I just like it so much. And, and I didn't mention it in, at the beginning when we were first talking about the opening stuff, when the, when the droids first attack the base and take over and, and drive the rookies out of the base. Uh, but again, more cold-hearted battle droids uh, as, as like I believe it was three different battle droids standing over top the Sarge before they all shoot him in the face. Uh, so, so I, I sort of forgot how kind of cold the show could be when it when it came to that. And then we saw another clone, you know, basically bitten, bitten and swallowed whole by that by that giant eel. So there, there are sort of like this weird um, moral duality of the sort of like the disposableness of the, of the clones, and there'll be more of that to be stated later in later episodes. Uh, the, the sort of the ethical quandary of, of of an army that can be replenished by 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 uh, growing another one, another soldier in a vat. Uh, again, really interesting stuff. The the moral complexity of the clones is is something they will dive into later. But in this early episode, just a really solid introduction to how the clones are going to be different, how they're going to be part of the show, in a way that we hadn't considered up to this point, uh, because they are they are an important element to the Clone Wars and to the downfall of the Jedi and the Republic. And, you know, you say the downfall of the Republic, but, I mean, it it really just is, just becomes the Galactic Empire. You know, the sort of the, the morphine of the Republic to the Galactic Empire and, and, and the role in which they play. And we'll get to all the Order 66 stuff and, and the importance of all of that because it's coming and it's all big deal stuff and it's all really, really important. And there's so many great episodes featuring these clones to come. And this is just the first one. But yeah, I, I, I remember 2008, watching this the first time. This was the episode, this was an episode that got my attention early on. and was like, oh, this is going to be, this isn't just a, a, a cartoon on the Cartoon Network for, for kids and to, you know, convert a younger audience into Star Wars fans. Like, we're, we're telling, we're telling really important, really solid stories here. And, and yeah, this episode gets an eight, eight buckets from me here on MandoVision. And that is the show. That is today's episode. I want to thank you all so much for taking the time to listen. This has been the review of Season 1, Episode 5, Rookies. And yeah, eight buckets from Tom on this one. I really enjoy it. I hope you did too. Uh, thank you for, excuse me, thank you so much for listening. Again, I hope everyone's uh, watching or re-watching episodes as we kind of go through them. If you agree, disagree, think I missed something, you know where to find me. Please hit me up on social media at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter, on Instagram. And uh, let's converse. Let's be friends. The the, the the Mando Vision podcast is, I want it to be a warm and welcoming place where a diversity diversity of opinions is welcome here. And as long as we all show uh, mutual respect for each other, it's okay to disagree. But it's more fun when we agree. So if you agree with me, even better. <laughs> Just kidding. If you disagree, bring it on. Let, let's, let's chat. Let's be... It's okay to disagree. This is a safe space. We're all Star Wars fans. We're, we're all here for the same reasons, and that's the important part. Uh, I want to mention in case... I suspect this episode is going to come out after the fact, but in case I decide to drop two of these in one week, pay attention. February 7th, there's going to be a, uh, a deluge of, of brand-new Star Wars podcasts, including one from Mandavision for Star Wars Podcasting Day, where, uh, where myself and my fellow Star Wars podcasters will be doing... Uh, special episodes on February 7th. We should all be dropping very special episodes. 
uh, stay stay tuned. You'll see you'll you'll see all the all the stuff on social media about this about this event. It's gonna be a lot of fun. A lot of new Star Wars podcasts gonna be out that day. And hey, uh, there's a million Star Wars podcasts, but we t- we wanted to. This is a fun way to kind of acknowledge all the hard work that that Star Wars podcasters are doing to make great shows, entertaining shows for for everyone to enjoy and listen to. And 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 sort of as a, as a way to say thanks to everyone who is taking the time to listen and download and support your favorite Star Wars podcasts. Uh, and I hope that you include Manavision in that list of your favorite Star Wars podcasts. So again, thank you all so much for listening to this. We'll be back soon for uh, for episode six, which I believe is a downfall of a droid. And you know what? I like droid episodes too. So get ready. That that Hopefully that one's as good as I remember it. But we'll see. All right. With that being said, my name is Tom. Thank you for listening to Manavision, a a proud podcast member of the 3BZ Network of Podcasts. And as we close up the show, we do it the only way that we can. Or the only way that we can. <laughs> this is the way. On behalf of the Republic, we thank you for your valiant service. And we honor your comrade's sacrifice. Your new unit is lucky to have you. I'd be proud to fight beside you anytime, anywhere. Congratulations. You're not shinies anymore. With all due respect, sir, we failed our mission. We don't deserve this honor. No. If it weren't for you, the Republic wouldn't have learned of the Separatist invasion until it was too late. You showed me something today. You're exactly the kind of men I need in the 501st. Sir! Yes, sir! This is the way. This is the way. This is the way.